0: Hello and welcome to the y debate. I think the recording started then, did it? It did, it did, yeah. It did? Okay. We're on. I forgot to do the start and all that You stuff didn't there. do an
1: intro? Yeah, okay. I was expecting to groove to the intro. What is this, amateur hour?
0: This is definitely <laughs> amateur hour. Right, let's do the intro. And then he gets the wrong intro. Yeah, that's the wrong one. So now let's do the other intro.
1: Yes. Wow. Wow.
0: And welcome to The Wide Bit again. Hello. We'll keep, we'll keep that start. It was absolutely perfect. We should probably have done that more often. Um, yep. This week we're talking about laughter. Why is laughter contagious? Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: Why is laughter contagious? Well, um, the way I, I thought about it to start, well, first of all, everyone I've asked about this since like we, got, we decided to have this topic. I asked, like you know, like my family and friends and whatever. I told them that this is what I'm doing, and they were like, "Yeah, why is laughter contagious?" It's really one of those questions that, like, everyone is like, I don't know. Everyone seems to want to know it, so it's uh, it's cool. I was glad that we got to look into it. It Um, really
0: does actually. It, it it is it is contagious if you've got it some like this yeah it's usually a big fat bird in a pub that has this crazy laugh that sticks to uh, that everyone in the pub can hear right but what happens is because she's going hee 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 type of laugh throughout <laughs> <laughs> the whole pub you're there you're sat and, and 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 you can't help laugh along with her um and no. i think that helps with the lung capacity or the, something f- yeah
1: <laughs> like, definitely for projection dangerous.
0: He's never a skinny person
1: <laughs> never it's all it's all about the vibrations isn't it <laughs> um yeah so my <laughs> on that bombshell my um what i thought originally i didn't do any research i went into it cold we both did and um we thought we'd give you our sort of cold first take opinions on why we thought it was so my sort of yeah without thinking about it too much my mind immediately went to mirroring. I think, you know, we're copycats as human beings. We like to, it's how we learn. We learn by example and by copying people. So I thought that laughter is contagious because there is a part of our brain that is, that we keep from being a baby um, that makes us copy other people around us. So if, uh, like, you know, how babies smile when you're smiling, at, they, like, they don't have anything really to be happy about apart from like, sucking titties they um are uh they they just (laughs) smile you know they're just having the best time uh but they're just copying because everyone's smiling at them because they're a cute baby so yeah that was my original thing yeah i thought that that's what we were doing we were were just copying so i figured that when people laugh it triggers that response in us to be like oh i'm gonna laugh too or i'm gonna smile too because i noticed like when people laugh Sometimes I don't laugh with them, like, but I do smile.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed. So yeah. uh, See, that's all right. I wrote okay. my answer down. Cause what I did is I wrote it down first. Cause I thought, right, before I even look into this, or ever think I'm going to write down the exact answer that I think it is.
1: Yeah. That's what yeah. I did the same. My
0: exact word for word was, I don't think laughter is contagious on its own. I okay. just think you notice it more, but anger, depression, and most outwardly noticeable actions are contagious, both good and bad. Which, from what you've just said, the copying gene makes sense to that. That's I. I didn't actually put it all down to one, um, like like that like mirroring. I didn't put it all down to that one thing. I basically put it all down to yeah, we everything's contagious. If you've got a bunch mm. of depressed people in a room, every fucker's depressed. Nobody sat there having a laugh,
1: chatting. You
0: walk into a pub and everyone's sat there. They're quiet. It's like you go in and you uh Uh, you'd think yeah again you walk in and everybody's laughing it's like wow it's good in here i like this place
1: it's almost like you can sense sometimes when things are off with people and other other times you can sense when things are like when someone's got like a really they say positive energy or something like that you can sense like positive or negative i think if you walk into a walk into a pub that's like i don't know really loyal to united and united have just lost city or something and everyone in the pubs like they just want to fight and you can probably like tell there were moments after england lost in the world cup that, i've got an um,
0: example of a time when that happened when we were both there so yesterday morning i walked into your office and i went buenos dias motherfuckers right I yes. walked in and you're like morning and georgia just totally ignored me she <laughs> like sat and she just stared at a screen i walked past and i was like looking at her and i could see you looking across her and like what's wrong with georgia and i was yeah. like the picture wrong with you, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that was one of the moments I think where I walked in in a great mood, and it was like she sat staring at the screen. I yeah. hate my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's bless her. She's super ill. <laughs> she's I got know, like yeah. she got we'll the flu or something.
0: Please, let's just let's just make it
1: better like right, off the hook, mate. I don't even notice these things. I'm like a golden retriever. I'm just like
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. What's up?
0: I think people, um, you can't. You do. You tell um you can tell the mood of a room when you walk into it so that was the my initial thing was laughter is not contagious everything that you notice about anyone is contagious including fashion and 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 hairstyles and and everything is contagious people just fuck you. so so what you said right mirroring copying
1: yeah so it's almost like a social thing so once you started looking into
0: um whether laughter was contagious or not um what did you, what 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 things did you find out about it and why it's contagious?
1: Right. So the first person, uh, the first thing, obviously, I, I started looking into it, and the name popped up straight away, which is Sophie Scott, and um, she is a neuroscientist from UCL, um, and she did a study, I think, in like two thousand six, two thousand five, on laughter and uh, it's like where in the brain laughter comes from, and they did a an fmri which is a scan of the brain and they like um played funny noises and like really horrible sounds at the same time to the to the um people in the experiment and they logged like where in the brain things were happening and it was it was happening in this it was called like the premotor cortical zone region yeah <laughs> basically the front of your brain i think yep. um and uh when laughter was played the exact same place in the brain where laughter comes from lit up in the person who was there. And they um, that part of the body is in control of the um, facial muscles. So that would mean that the face uh, moves to uh, basically show the reaction from the, from the and stimulus. The why, laugh, and,
0: or um, because of the actual contagiousness of laughter, um and the sound of it actually cheers us up and makes us happy that's why certain tv shows like friends one of the most yep. popular still played fucking on i think i think they say friends is being played somewhere in the world 24 7 365 days a year
1: um, nightmares are real yeah
0: <laughs> on a tv channel not that somebody's rewatching that what they have bought is actually somewhere being played live uh, not yeah. live but being played and 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 they Man. did it they they put a lot of laughter in what's the other guy called is it Seinfeld did he do it as well
1: yeah laugh tracks they were really big in the 90s weren't they and I think they've died out a little bit now um, yeah, but they
0: still work they definitely yeah. still work because people laugh along in fact you know where you see it more now YouTube videos and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of the, um, the 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 guys that have got like professional studios and stuff set up. They'll have a laugh track. I went on a, a podcast a few weeks ago, and he it was some of the SEO video show. I think it was called.
1: Okay, yeah, um, I think I remember this one.
0: And he, he, so I assumed everything he did was recorded because of of all of the shit that he does and all the controls and all of the music he plays. But he doesn't. It's live. So he gets you on. He does all really? this crazy shit, and he's got all these graphics going, and these explosions, and laughters and clapping, and all that stuff. And I'm sat and I'm like, this guy's proper gone to town with this shit, <laughs> and I'm sat in and I'm waiting. To come on like if you was doing it like say we're speaking at an event, yeah, I'd be sat in the back. I'd be waiting. They'd be doing all this mad shit on stage, and then you'd come out and you would talk at an event, and then you go back backstage, and um, yeah. or you'd go and sit back in the audience. In most cases nowadays, because because unless you're speaking at a massive event, you tend to be sat in the audience. Um, and 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 he did it all like that. But I noticed that wow. when he was playing these sounds and the claps and things like that, emotionally, I was I was like, this is actually cool. I really I like the way he's doing this.
1: Yeah, I guess it like, well, that's one of the things that was found in this study. Um, she, uh, this Sophie Scott lady calls the um, laughter a social circumstance, yep. which means like you won't laugh at someone that you don't like. It's really hard to find people you don't like funny um, because it's like a social thing. And I have like a, you know, there are just some comedians that just don't do it for you at all. But like you, you could like even close friends, I was talking. Uh, I was talking to my girlfriend Ricky about this. Gervais is
0: the best, and and um, wait there, sorry. And and what's Joe Rogan? They're they're Joe. fucking hilarious. Ricky Gervais is the
1: funniest man on the planet. I think. Sorry, carry on. Ricky Gervais is very funny. I do. But she was saying how she finds uh, Miranda really funny. She's this. I don't know if you've ever seen like she was on like a few sitcoms. I
0: mean, watches it all the time. Miranda's a big bird. She looks. She's massive. She looks like, and and she's got this. Yeah. I mean. The blonde's not attractive that's in it with her, but she's way more attractive. In fact, she might actually be attractive. She's just probably not my type, but she's way more attractive than Miranda. Um, and, And it's, yeah, it's fucking, she really takes the piss out of herself. She doesn't give a fuck.
1: Yes. So it's very like self-deprecating humor, which I normally would like, but I cannot laugh and it physically makes me angry being in the room whilst she's on. And I'm not sure whether, I, I don't think it's a sexism thing. I hope it's not. Um, because I, there are female comedians that I find really funny. Um, and uh, yeah, it just I, it drives me to the point of being like, I have to leave the room. I can't be around. Like, She's such a mum comedian um, that yeah, I can't deal with it. And I was talking to my girlfriend about it and she said her brother is exactly the same. Like has to get up and walk out if she's on uh if she's on TV.
0: I'm just trying to find the one that that is absolutely hilarious. And I can't she's I think she's she's some sort of Spanish or Mexican heritage. Um but when I've typed it in Google, her name's not come up. Uh, we me and my missus watch it. i love watching stand-up comedians i really do like it's like i watch a lot of murder shows and a lot of i can't find her name she's fucking hilarious she's on netflix probably um but i watch a lot of uh, murder shows a lot of serial killer stuff and i've done since i was a little kid it's always interested me why someone would do some sick, horrible shit like that and some of the bad yeah. stuff it's like what i don't understand it i don't get it why they'd want to hurt somebody i can't kind of and I've, I've, so I watch it because it really, I think I'm a very empathetic person. Like if, I think you'd find a lot of sociopaths would never watch it because they don't give a shit and they can't understand why somebody would do that. But it interests me. to. to, to but what I find is if you watch too much, of it, you become super depressed. So we tend to watch a lot yeah. of stand-up comedy. Um, and yeah, some of the guys are hilarious. And what you do is if you look back in the day, they were, they were actually rubbish, but they got good as they got more yeah. confident because the more confident they got, the more, they would say things that would be like, um, "Holy fucking shit! I can't believe you just said that." Yeah, it's like
1: they don't. Yeah, know it's a real more. skill. I didn't really yeah. know. I didn't really know much about it, and then obviously I started watching Rogan, and he gets like lots of comedians on there, and I sort of uh, learned about that process. Have you seen? Have you seen um, I've from... heard some of his. I've heard some of his stand-up stuff. I haven't actually watched it. Uh, right. It's just some of it's on Spotify.
0: He's on Netflix, right? Go on to Netflix and watch. Watch the Joe. There's two from Joe Rogan on Netflix, I think. There's I two from Ricky Gervais on Netflix. If you want, like, I mean, for example, if you were gonna watch something with with, with a first date, something like Ricky Gervais would, would just be, unless they were a proper, stupid, stuck up cow, and then you <laughs> wouldn't want to be with him anyway. It'd be the perfect <laughs> thing to watch. Ricky Gervais is ruthless, like, some of yeah. the shit he says is like it's. <laughs>
1: He is. I love his delivery as well. How like he's sort of like kind of deadpan, just seems like pissed off to be there, which is really funny. Um, so,
0: okay. We kind of both pretty much studied the exact same thing. Did you find anything else? Cause obviously mirror ne- neurons, um, was, was kind of the, the, the main thing you said mirroring. you thought that was what it was. And that was kind of the main thing is basically as, as human beings, um, we are pre-programmed to mirror other people and that's why certain sales people use it as a tech as a technique they'll sit across and they'll kind of mirror your movements ever so slightly sit the same way you do cross the legs the same way you do and silly things like that which would make a potential one-on-one client feel more comfortable with you so mm-hmm. mirroring is actually in some cases used um for persuasion yeah um but that 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 didn't cross my mind at that point when you said it laughter i just I, I don't know why, and I think I've probably studied it, and and I didn't. But did you what, what? Did you find anything else about why we why it's so contagious?
1: Yeah. So, well, I found certain things. So, um, again, this study says that it promotes understanding and agreement between two parties. So it just shows that you both understand. That's why it, most people in like a comedy show will like like if I watched, say, I I actually recently watched Jack Whitehall, not. I'm a huge fan of his comedy, but um, my friend was going and he gave me a ticket, so I was like, "Sure, let's, let's do it." If I watched that show that he did in my in my room, I probably would have like maybe done a sort of like nose snort laugh maybe once or twice. But because I was in the crowd, uh, I you know the laughter just kind of takes you and you find stuff a lot funnier than perhaps it is one on one. Um, Because there's like a sort of show element and also because you're surrounded by people It's showing that you understand the joke which is obviously like a marker of intelligence or whatever So like I guess socially your ego kind of wants you to laugh along and Yet it shows that you're all in agreement and everyone agreeing in a place is a really nice thing People in want that that's like a natural state for us. I think we like to agree with each other Um, so yeah, uh, the other thing it said is that younger people are more susceptible to contagious laughter than older people. The older you get, the less likely you are to join in with contagious laughter. And why that is, is kind of up for debate, but I think it probably comes from the... I think they've they got less to prove. You know, older people don't necessarily socially have to really worry as much as people they don't there's, really there's, care they say, as much, grumpy, you know?
0: they say grumpy old man as you get older you stop giving a fuck because you make that many mistakes that you realize ah that doesn't Can you the, the, why, the, why, why the fuck was I always stressed out about that why was I worried about this why was I worried about that i mean you worry about everything as a kid it's like shit i've got a mark on my pants i don't want to go out i don't want people to see it and nowadays you're
1: yeah. like yeah, i, I forgot it's to put my pants on today
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck it. laughs> oh well
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I think it is something like that. And also, like, when you're older, you don't really, I guess you wouldn't need, you wouldn't feel the need to fit in as much because you're like, well, I do fit in. Look how long I've been here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys Maybe. need to fit in with me. So, yeah, it's, it's
0: like fashion things. like I mean, I remember being younger when when um I always wanted to try and get the most expensive trainers and the most expensive things Mm -hmm. for school and shit like that and expensive school bag and daft things like that when we couldn't afford it so it was always i I had to go out and find entrepreneurial ways of making money to be able to buy these things um and and it was super important to me and nowadays i mean even though i've probably got 100 pairs of trainers i'm a weird one with trainers i think it's because i've got gout so finding comfy trainers is important but my clothes i think this t-shirt was about a tenner and most of me t-shirts in fact it definitely was because it's one of them cheap makes with the like puma logo on i think it is um and and most of me t-shirts are playing for a fiver four quid and i think as you get older you kind of realize that spending a ton of money on
1: yeah well you'd want something that doesn't break all the time because it's a ball egg to go back and buy stuff and you want something that's yeah again like cost effective so that you can buy lots of like i like bulk buying t-shirts and stuff just wearing plain stuff i i normally i don't think i would have bought many i wouldn't have done many wardrobe changes but um where i was moving a lot in the last few years going from like asia and then into into like eastern europe and then back here like that's like a lot of clothes you have to sort of change around because the climates are very different do you think if you want to make people laugh
0: have you ever heard the saying it's funny because it's true Mm mm-hmm like you turn around and someone will say something, and you're like, oh, I can't believe you just fucking said that. But the reason you're laughing is not because it's funny, it's because it's true. Right. And nobody yes. else says it because people are too scared to say, to actually open their mouth and say it. And I, I think, I, I think just, that is the
1: understanding and agreement thing, right? Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Like you, you both agree because it's like, oh my God. I think if, if, if I was just thinking about it as you were talking, then I was thinking, do you know what? If I was writing a comedy script, what I would try to do is find things that, the majority of society agree on, right? Mm-hmm. Give me a structured approach towards a comedic, uh, uh, like a stand-up comedy session. Um, I'd find things that the majority of society agreed on, right? But nobody dared speak about it, and I guess that's why most comedians nowadays are picking on fucking transsexuals and 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 people that dress up like women when they're men and shit like that. Because uh, even though a lot of people are, are a bit, especially the older older generation, will be sat looking at it and be thinking. These are fucking weirdos, right? But then they won't dare say it. But if somebody says it on stage as a com- comedy, because if you if you're in a, if you go to a comedy club, you've kind of agreed that, all right, this guy's gonna say some shit that could be racist, that could be sexist, yeah. Be picking on fucking disabled people or people with cancer or whatever they do, and they can get away with it simply because you've kind of it's an unwritten rule, unwritten agreement. It's like as soon as they walk outside, if they started saying the same shit in the street, people would be like, whoa, you can't say that. And they'd probably kick shit out of them. But because you've gone into that comedy club
1: and you've agreed, yeah.
0: it's kind of an unwritten rule that... They it's can like a contract,
1: a the... social contract almost. Yeah.
0: So I think if I was trying to write a comedy sk- script, that is probably the angle I would take and probably look at things that piss off most of society, that most of society are too scared to... Like I was saying to you, the other week, it really fucking pisses me off that they're talking to my 10-year-old or 11-year-old son in school... Who's not even thinking about shagging women yet? About oh, if 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 you feel like you're gay, or if you feel like it's like they're fucking not even got hairs on the balls yet. What the fuck are you talking about? They're not thinking about shagging women; they're thinking about playing football or going to the gym or playing on computers. And they're pushing it down the neck that if 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 you feel like you 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 want to dress like a woman, it's fine. If you want to, what what do they call it? Where where you i i identify as? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Uh,
0: we went to a McDonald's the other day. Um. And I could hear them talking about and one of the guys will what if I what if I identify as a carrot, what the fuck are you gonna do that? And the guy was saying it to the thingy inside the place and I was like <laughs> laughing, thinking, Do you know what? This has really got an out of hand. But yeah. people are too frightened to say it. But if you used it in a comedy sketch because it's so funny and most people still think it in quiet, I think it'd be hilarious. Anyway, yeah, I
1: think I think it's one of those things as well that it's like because it's like an un. People feel like pressured into like not speaking about it because everyone's like, "Oh, you'll get canceled or there's like a bit of like uh, sort of fear about that in society. But I think everyone like, really, we love making fun of stuff, and it's not like it doesn't mean that you necessarily hate a group of people or something if you're poking fun of them because you comedians do a great job of doing this where they can make fun of a group of people and then make fun of themselves in tandem and it like that that is why i think it comes across as slightly less offensive it's because they're almost like a court jester so to speak okay. like Anything they're making fun of them well it's not necessarily that it doesn't matter it's just it's almost offset by that they're making a fool out of themselves at the same time
0: yeah all right maybe i mean but
1: funny shit americans funny. Really, absolutely i think american comedy doesn't make they're not as self-deprecating as as brits and i noticed oh, that because when i was trying to make my american colleagues laugh in prague and stuff i'd be like telling jokes or making fun of myself and like a lot of the time they'd be like oh my god like are you okay <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yes. yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you like, i'm just making jokes up at my own expense but like i'm not like depressed or anything i'm just taking the piss out of myself
0: i've found um, that with um because we speak to a lot of people in a lot of uh, different parts of the world that The English take the piss out of themselves. The Americans don't take the piss out of themselves so much. They tend to... It's a different humor, isn't it? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think every society kind of has like a different humor, a different sense of humor and uh, like social sort of stuff that makes them laugh. There was part of the study actually that said um, they were trying to find out why laughter does this because we've kind of talked about why to a point, but there is you know you could be like yeah it's a social circumstance it promotes understanding and agreement like it's more contagious when you're younger etc but why <laughs> why is it why does it hit all of these markers and one of the things that that was proposed in the study is that laughter was a forerunner to language is that human beings could laugh before they could speak and there is reasonably good evidence that animals laugh or do something that is very similar to laughing. Like if like when rats are like playing with each other, they make like little playful little chirps and stuff like that. Uh, when chimps are running around playing with each other, they make sort of like, it's quite similar to human laughter. Actually, it's kind of like a exhaling and inhaling of breath, which sounds a bit like laughing. So kind
0: of yeah, I don't know. I I actually went through and some of the studies I found and what I did is I picked out a lot of the, um, the key benefits and kind of the ones that were mentioned most. So benefits of laughter, right? This is nice. This is absolutely awesome. So your benefits of laughter, it reduces stress and anxiety. Okay. It boosts the immune system. What the fuck? You need to laugh more because you always get cold and shit like that, right? (laughs) I do. I'm a fat fucker. It improves cardiovascular health.
1: (laughs) Laugh yourself thin.
0: It helps you sleep better. Okay. Enhances your cognitive function, which I thought was fucking mental. Laughing makes you smarter. And it promotes a feeling of happiness and well being. So I'll just quickly go back through them. It reduces stress and anxiety, boosts your immune system, improves your cardiovascular health, helps us sleep better, enhances cognitive function, and promotes a feeling of happiness and well being. If you're not laughing enough, guys, then that list is probably a good enough reason to go and stick a fucking comedy on Netflix and spend an hour and maybe try and do it three times a week because. That's that's mental. When I was reading, when I was yeah. reading, Instagram, I was like, "Holy shit, man! I can just laugh and lose weight. I don't need to be going to the gym every single day and doing the the the. the. What? Well, in fact, we got um, we got a, a thingy on the other week, didn't we? What was she a vegan? Yes, Vitaly. and that got mm-hmm. me looking into health, and it got me looking into diet, and it got me looking into all sorts. And then, as of yesterday, we we're supposed to start today, but I started early. I started the carnivore diet, and the mm-hmm. reason is. <laughs>
1: I'm sure she'd be really happy to hear I that know, she inspired that. Uh, yeah, she
0: inspired me to start the carnivore diet. But when I've read into both sides of things, um, it looks to me as though more problems are caused via plants than are actually caused via. Um, because you get ones that cause inflammation, you get ones that cause histamine problems, you get, and there's like tons and tons and tons of these different things. Um, and when I looked into the the, the carnivore diet, it literally animal products. If it's fed correctly, and which mo- but most animals in the UK are actually grass-fed. Did you know that? Okay, no, I didn't know that at this all. The way our 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 system works. Um, also, Lidl, yeah, sell cheap grass-fed meat.
1: Which no is way. Proper,
0: I don't know if it's proper proper grass-fed. Um, i will staying for one. To all the places where I can buy different thing anyway. That's kind of got nothing to do with humor. But anyway, the the, the, the benefits of humor and the benefits of laughing are are ridiculously good and that that was one of the things that stood out to me is like oh my god this is actually something that you should actively try and do as often as you possibly can
1: yeah laughter is good medicine they say i think it also helps if you embarrass yourself just like laughing about it i'm always that's I'm, i'm pretty good at laughing about making a fool out of myself so where did you research most of the stuff that you found most of my stuff came from that study by sophie scott
0: so if it's, um, yeah, she she seems to pop up a lot
1: when you. She seems it. like she's kind of like the the go-to if you're talking about like the neuroscience of laughter. Um, that was pretty cool. And uh, so yeah, I just googled her name. If you want to read more about her, then then Google her name. Um, and you'll find the paper.
0: Um, oh, so there's a lot of resources on on YouTube and places like that, but you don't know what's 100 percent true.
1: That's true. Yeah. Which was a pain. Um, yeah, I it, I it was like science today i think it was science or science now or something which is like the article that put me on to her um
0: i actually read a book on it as well wait did you? <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm uh yeah i can't help mate you know what i'm like for reading I, I i read and i just want to see if i can find what the actual book was to see if it's in me because it it was a few days ago i'm reading one called exceptional at the minute um I have no idea how to find the ones I've already read. Find this other guy's name. We're doing this.
1: What's that? Uh, Robert Wellington, as well. He's another scientist who I looked at, and he did a study on laughing during stressful times in marriages and how he found that uh, laughing at or with each other as couples um, increases marital happiness, which kind of makes sense.
0: But me and my missus comes constantly take the pace. I told you the story, didn't I? I went, I went, I'm so I'm stood in the shower, um, and I've got like, this red hot fucking shower on my back. And you know have you ever you just stand in the shower sometimes and look down and let the steam fill the room and blah blah blah? blah. Yeah. So I'm stood on yeah.
1: listening and, to Mad World.
0: And I'm yeah. staring down, um well, I'm not staring down, I think I had my eyes closed and I'm looking down and the, the bathroom door comes open. Mm-hmm. And my missus comes walking into the bathroom and she's like, Are You staring at your dick? <laughs> 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 I looked up and I was like I can't actually see me dick. <laughs> 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 she, she says to me, uh, she turns around and and, and really quick, really witty, she turns around and she says, "Don't worry, you'll be more disappointed when you can." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Get the fuck out! Uh, destroyed you. Um, yeah, we constantly take the piss out of each other.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's healthy. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, but go on. I was going
0: to say, I've had mates turn around and say, her, well, why do you two speak to each other the way you do?" But mm-hmm. they don't get it that me and her just have a laugh. We're not we don't take anything serious. We don't try to remember like like I, I know certain people if if they did turn around and said ten percent of the things me and my missus say to each other, they won't be in the relationships anymore. And I think yeah. that's one of the key things is that you can say it jokingly and, and they can take it. And even if you do say it real, then they don't kind of cause you take the piss out of each other so much, when you do say nasty shit, it's like ah oh, forget about it. But like me yeah. and her, if we have an argument and we fall out within 30 minutes none of us even remember why we had the argument
1: that's great yeah it's really important to find people that you can do that with because i know some people that some relationships that they kind of take the piss out of each other too but it's not really based in in love it's more based in like passive aggressiveness and like they're, they're they're poking at each other but they're doing it in a way that you can tell that they're not like both parties aren't enjoying it very much it's almost like one of them's a bully Yeah. And it's almost like, but that sometimes the culture of a relationship can just be dictated by. So if, if, you know, the fellas just taking the piss of the girl all the time, she feels like she has to compete and come back at the guy. And then you're not really taking the piss. You're just arguing. Um, Yeah. So it's important that you find someone, you know, that you can, yeah, publicly. They
0: they tend to be show-offs, don't they? They tend to be the type of people that want other people to think they're funny or think they're cool or think they're funny. And they end up taking the piss out of the one person who's actually sat there who gives a flying fuck about them. Yeah, Um, dude, for real. I've seen that a lot. And it's like, do you realize that every other person around this table doesn't give a shit if you live on If you died tomorrow, they'd be like, oh, sad he died. That one person there would pay for your coffin, they'd pay for your funeral, they'd yeah. turn with the kids, they'd be crying the fucking eyes out, and that's the one person you're taking the piss out of because you give a shit what everybody else outside of that circle thinks. And yeah. when when they realise that, that, that that like copywriting taught me it, nobody gives a shit about you. It's so true, nobody gives a flying fuck about anybody else. So you've got to find people and build relationships with people who have your best interests at heart. Yeah. And that's definitely. it. Definitely. That's life. Definitely. The rest of it is so
1: bollocks. We just survive until we die. Survive until we die. I haven't told you about it. Right. We've talked about some really good things about laughter. um, But there was one example I found of extremely negative case of laughter. And I'm not sure if you've uh, if you read about this one when you were looking into it. But there was a, a thing that happened in Tanzania. Nope. So it's modern-day Tanzania. It was it had another name before, and I would actually, I would absolutely butcher it. I'm normally quite good at my world history, but I failed here. So it's modern-day Tanzania. They just broken away from, uh, I think it was Zanzibar, um, in like a civil war or something, or, or like a, a political uprising. I'm not 100 percent sure on the um, the politics of the situation. However, there was a school um, in a village. And uh, one day in the class, there were like three girls started giggling in the class uncontrollably and the laughter kind of spread to the other students in the class and then spread to the teacher. And the teacher had to basically dismiss the class because they were everyone was laughing too much. They couldn't get control of themselves. And then it spread to 95 out of the 150 students. They were completely stricken with hysterical laughter and the school had to close because it got so bad. And they sent all of them home, and then their home villages started to break out in hysterical laughter too because of this story spreading and because of the students going back to their villages. Uh, One student laughed for 16 days.
0: Seriously? Do you ever do that when you see something really funny and you you keep thinking back to it and laughing your head off? Um, Yeah. I I told you a story the other day at the park.
1: Yes. I'm not going to
0: bring that up on here because... No, for the best. but that was, and, and and every time I think back to it, I can't stop laughing. It's like, mm-hmm. Alexis is just hilariously funny and she doesn't even realize it. And it was like, it was the funniest thing ever. Um, yeah. But yes, them type yeah. of stories that you can think back to and, and you can't stop laughing. They're amazing, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Well, not amazing for these guys because they laughed for so long. But apparently the laughter, um, they put it down to mass hysteria caused by the stress of the political movement that was happening in the country at the time everyone was really worried about the future of the country and um they think that the pressure from the adults on the children because the adults were like oh my god our future could be completely doomed we need our children to do really well in school that caused the children to feel really stressed and start expressing hysterical
0: so it gave them a release didn't it
1: yeah it could yeah it's almost like nervous
0: laughter does i guess Mm -hmm. but it gave them that release and it was like I've seen it with my kids when they, when they do something and they find it funny and then they just keep giggling back to it and you don't know what it is. Well, with Alexis, I don't, because she doesn't talk properly, but like she'll, she'll be giggling about something for, for, for a couple of hours. She'll keep going into fits of laughter and it's like, and it makes you laugh and it makes you smile and it makes you feel like, what, what is it? Why is this so funny? What, what is she finding hilarious? But in, mm-hmm. in addition, you end up laughing along even though you don't know what the fuck she's laughing at.
1: Totally. Yeah. And that, that
0: can like... Humor, seriously by a woman called Jennifer Aker and Naomi Bagdonas. Um, Probably wouldn't recommend it.
1: (laughs) Probably wouldn't recommend it. That was the book you read?
0: Yes. I've read one called
1: Quirkology as well. Quirkology, that's a great name for a book.
0: Um, Yeah, that wasn't, anyway. But no, the, the laughter side of things is... Uh, that, that one, humour seriously, I thought I'll just, most times if you read a book, you find out 90% of what you need to know, and in some cases it's just opinion, and in that case it was just opinion, whereas yeah. what you've done is gone into the science side of things, which is much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, love a bit of science. So what we said at the beginning, you thought
0: it was mirroring, which I think was yep. 100% correct, and my answer was that I believed, um, I I actually said I don't think laughter is contagious on its own. Um, mm-hmm. I just think you notice it more, but anger, depression, and most outwardly noticeable actions uh, are contagious, both good or bad. I think it's the same answer. I think we came up with the same. We instantly thought the same thing. I was like, okay, well, we just copy everything everyone else does, but you put it in a more political way. <laughs> um, so, so we've renamed camera, uh, Callum to, to political in the office because he never gives a very political <laughs> political
1: not in like a <laughs> divisive way right i'm not like you know not trying to get people to like you know i'm not writing newsletters or anything i'm just no, uh
0: you don't uh, offend people though
1: which is i good. try i try i try not to offend people which i think is a good balance between me and you
0: because <laughs> i'm like what the fuck are you writing for
1: <laughs> fucking transsexuals <laughs>
0: On that one, I think we will bring this week's podcast to an end. Why is laughter contagious? I think we've answered it. Do you want to put a final thought in there?
1: Um No, I think I think we we pretty much got there. If you want to read more about it, Sophie Scott seems to be the, the way to go. She seems to be the authority on on um laughter and the science behind it. And uh yeah, if you have if you had a different opinion on why you thought laughter was contagious, um stick it in the comments below or send us an email. We'd love I to hear think from
0: you. My final thought would be laughter is good for your health as we very found
1: good, out yeah. from this study
0: which i was shocked about but it's like you know what so stop being depressed stop being a pussy stop letting things stress you out instead find a reason to laugh if not go and watch some stand-up comedy and and, and laugh yourself healthy yeah we will see you next week
1: thank see you, you next much. week cheers guys